0: Do you think anyone with face tats has appeared on an episode like on anything on PBS yet?
1: Has Post well, Malone? Post Malone, probably. Yeah, okay. he's like the most known. Okay. I see. <laughs> I mean, if it wasn't for post how many non-post Malone people have appeared on PBS <laughs> who have tattoos on their face? Probably not many who aren't on like a PBS documentary for sure. being like this this uh, <laughs> Appalachian town is so poor. <laughs> I like probably the only time, I mean, like a local, local lizard, lizard man adults. or something. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the lizard man. Of course, he's been on PB. Oh, yeah. That guy's definitely been on PBS. Oh, yeah.
0: The science um, of tattoos. I,
1: i'm very sad i've never met i'm very sad i've never met the uh, lizard man because like every comedian in austin has met him and i was doing comedy in austin for like a year but he never uh he never graced me with his presence
2: i just um, love that he
3: loves stand-up comedy that's so fucking funny <laughs> <Lizard Man. laughs> he does stand-up comedy he does oh, it, He's does like, it? Do it. <laughs> yeah
2: he performs is he like shit. a mic or does he, does he open
1: yeah uh, I mean you know they'll have him open or middle a lot of people like to have local middlers and bring their own opener or whatever whoever does whatever and uh, you know um, he would do he would like people would obviously bring him on or whatever because he's in the Guinness Book of World Records it's fun to have this guy (laughs) on stage or whatever I don't know if he was funny or whatever
0: if he bombs he can just spit acid onto the the crowd much like reptile
3: (laughs) (laughs) It's the Twins of Fun!
1: Okay, and we are here inside of Western Kabuki. Welcome to it. Juniper, how are you?
4: I'm doing much better. Finally recovering from COVID. I'm feeling like 80% there. Pretty good. Pretty still good. Still
1: positive. Still positive. Still, still yeah, just
4: positive. Ten minutes ago, just tested positive still. You're still you still you're still CP. You still got CP. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> and Caleb. Uh, we got Caleb
1: here. How are you doing, Bird Respector? Doing fine. And we are honored to be joined by the Be very beautiful two co-hosts of Radio Free Tote Bag. We've got Donovan. Don, how are you? What's
5: poppin'? I'm in smoky Chicago. I'm even croakier than usual.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's only slightly hazy here in Philly. Not, the smoke wasn't too bad today. Uh, Audrey, how are you?
0: i uh, pretty good. I'm quitting nicotine for the 35th time. So. <laughs> Hell, yes. <laughs> Hell yes.
4: This is the one. <laughs> <laughs> this one's gonna do it. <laughs>
1: All right. So we have uh, brought on both of the uh, hosts of Radio Free Tote Bag, a relationship podcast to talk about relationships. We have all um, uh, 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 solicited questions from the beautiful listeners of, of Western Kabuki and, and Radio Free Tote Bag. And so we are going to discuss some of those things. All of us individually have been on RFTB, uh, right? Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct.
3: Yeah, full house. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yes. Um, So we're very honored to have you guys on here. Happy to be Um, here. Yes. Um, So I think we should just get into these questions because I think the questions are going to be a really good guide through the conversation. And I love the first one dearly. Um, So I do want to get into it. Uh, Juniper, I'm going to have to say this one's for you. Um, (laughs) This is from r slash relationships. How do I get my husband to stop going goblin mode during sex? Oh boy. TLDR, my husband says goblin mode activated when we start having sex. Growls and acts like a caveman and then says goblin mode off when we stop.
3: <laughs> what a way to bust. And then man. pretends
1: then <laughs> pretends to not remember. <laughs>
4: okay, can I can I admit something here? Please. So I've I've actually seen this before. This is like a year old. This is actually what inspired my original goblin mode post. Whoa. Oh
1: shoot. yeah.
4: Oh wow. Yeah. This this is this is like the very first time I ever saw the phrase. So you goblin made mode.
1: the what's her name <laughs> Julia Fox thing because
4: you saw this post. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. This is the, the this was the very first thing that I ever saw with goblin <laughs> that mode. That's <rocks> <laughs> Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for me though, I. I, I don't know like this has obviously probably been resolved at this point I, I can't imagine they're still together um, this this probably, no, this through is fake. relationship. This is
1: our slash relationship. <laughs> this is not real. This is definitely
4: You don't think anything on there is real? You think that's all just fake? I think 99% of it is
1: fake, yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, I, I haven't real. been on there in a while, but the shit that used to be on there, they would just be like, hey, Burner account for obvious reasons, I fucked my brother. And it's like, y'all can't
4: <laughs> all be fucking your brothers. <laughs> <laughs> that can't be what happens. There's a limit. Yeah, I guess there has to be a limit on that type of shit. We go on yeah, there
5: every yeah. week for our, our, our main feed episodes. We do lists listener questions our bonus episode we do reddit questions and that's like what we started with so we've been on our relationships for like five years now the run of the show i feel like a lot of them maybe the majority being fake is accurate we've had a couple times though with guests we had uh brax king on if you if you know her author she's a, a uh oh yeah uh she came on i'm reading one and she was immediately like this is fake this is fake and i was like <laughs> wait no but it but it's very fun. I want to believe it's real. And she's yeah. like, I'm sorry. It's absolutely fake. I mean, it's
1: obviously fake. It's obviously fake. But I'll, I'll keep reading it. I'll keep reading it. Uh, I really love my husband and he's always been great in bed. Oh wow, that's a weird thing to say in this context. Uh, but recently he's been acting really weird. So a couple of days ago, my son went on a rampage through our house and says he was and said he was in goblin mode. We didn't really know what to do with him, so we sent him to live with my parents so he could go to a special <laughs> needs school. <laughs> wow. Just like that, huh?
0: Just like that.
1: <coughs> God damn. And so we shipped we shipped the little freak <laughs> off. Uh, 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 Institutionalized. <laughs> my husband has a really great relationship with our son and loved him. In the past Tets even <laughs> <laughs> He's fucking dead. The is dead to you. <laughs> Naturally, he was upset when he had to leave. He's an incredibly tough man, but this is the first time I've ever seen him cry. I think since then he's been a little emotionally unwell. I've heard him mumbling goblin repeatedly when he (laughs) didn't notice me staring blankly into his food <laughs> and just going alone by himself to do who knows what oh he's killing people
4: okay. <laughs> <laughs> you're goblin, goblin killer, killer. You, goblin you, gobblin we gobblin gobblin him into killer.
1: a serial killer uh i feel awful for him but we both agreed that this was for the best last night the day after our son went away we decided to have sex to relieve our stress however my husband said goblin mode activated and started growling and went wild having sex with me You, he said goblin mode activated and you were immediately like excuse me hold on <laughs> we just had our son killed for doing this, Is this sort
0: of we got some wet work done on our child and you're just gonna keep keep at it huh
1: um admittedly it was some of the best most experimental sex i've ever had but homie is slinging pipe
2: (laughs) i mean we've already established (laughs) he's
1: great in bed he really he really puts it out there leaves it out all out on the pavement um i'm worried that something might be going on with my husband yeah I i would think so any advice Edit (laughs) the problem isn't the goblin mode. It's that he could be ill.
4: (laughs) (laughs) That is good stuff.
0: That is an Uh, amazing edit there.
4: Mm -mm -mm. that's That's delicious i just i really hope that's real i'm still holding out hope that that's real so if
1: you guys covered this on the on on your show a while back do you do you know what what general advice you had for the goblin motor
0: i don't know that this one we covered actually i don't know oh really i don't think this is one we actually got to i wish we had uh so what do you think i'm glad (laughs) i know of it now um (laughs) jesus so i think maybe you got to top it somehow you know, he says goblin. Mode, you go orc mode and then like oh, try oh, to eat him.
5: high <laughs> mode. You climb Uruk-hai. out of a wet sack, and emerge soggy, <laughs> and just start going
3: at it. Yeah. The white hand of a Saruman, but it's just come. <laughs> <laughs> or so, you know, so you're
4: saying. There's nothing wrong with the relationship. She just has to become like she. She just has to get match that energy. Well, she
3: doesn't seem like it bothers her, right? Like
0: she's like goblin mode's not the problem. Like she's she's loving this. <laughs> she's down she's for that. It. And you've already sent the child away. So you can get as fucking weird as you want. That's true.
1: (laughs) She could do the reveal. She could do the reveal and like do something goblin-ish with her pussy. And then he won't Uh. see it until they're... In the act, what is something <laughs> goblinish to do with <laughs> their one pussy? pussy? <laughs> I think I, I was envisioning makeup. I was envisioning okay. like okay. Oh, right. makeup around the pussy. Red pew. Like, uh, Shrek. Yeah. Yeah, Shrek.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 Turn the pussy into Shrek. Maybe wear burlap <laughs> panties. <laughs> well,
3: Shrek um, is an ogre, not a goblin. Let's get that out of the way. That's okay true. sure so that she's going
1: ogre mode and she's she's got <laughs> ogre can't... the ogre rissy that she's she's
3: offering. <laughs> <laughs> i said more than that that's good advice yeah yeah that'll well, help. that's that's salt that'll that'll, salt. that'll solve it
1: <laughs> all right so we'll have uh, we have a real question here <clears throat> this is from our number one hater <laughs> um as a serious question they preface it <laughs>
3: Yeah, this guy actually emailed us a couple times, and a lot of them were... Anyway, this is the serious one.
1: Uh, What is the best way to start a relationship? I'm very nervous about trying dating apps. I don't think the perfect partner is going to fall out of a tree anytime soon. What is a good place to find people who can be weird like
5: me? Let's see. Number one, hater. You're like... You said this person has written in a few times. Oh yeah. Do they usually say mean shit? No, not at all. Oh okay. bizarre, <laughs> but not mean. It's just like a fun it's just like their fun mm-hmm. tag. Their here. other
3: question was like, uh something about for dating was like, uh is an olive garden a good place to go for a third date? You know, the third date being typically historically the one that some people choose to fuck on. The problem was, I think, that there was the question of unlimited breadsticks in play there. Mm, yeah, you're loaded up. Mm-hmm. You end up
5: too
0: logy
3: unless you're so, into
5: that. That is a whole thing. <laughs> um, fucking so, up
0: debilitated by carbohydrates yeah.
5: <laughs> <laughs> well like oh, fuck what's the why can't I think of the term for this what's the feel you were like you you want feederism shit yeah oh, feederism, no, no. Like, right. all of garden right. a fucking place to
4: be you get that like, oh is that what he do you think maybe that's what he meant by as weird as him
3: It could, if he was proposing that for the third date <laughs> no, I don't think that's where he was going I hope God, maybe I'm just projecting my own like please don't be true thing here, but, <laughs> I don't know I don't know, number one hater. We don't know enough about you.
5: You got to go. Where do you like being weird? Like, because what I was going to get at is you're writing into podcasts and stuff, and it's th- it's this podcast, so maybe you're like a Twitter person or something. Like, there's online communities that you could find. People who are into similar shit. I know of people starting relationships that way. I've started at least one relationship that way, but beyond that, like. Justin, we get a similar question on our show a lot of like, how do I meet people or, or dating apps? I'm not having a lot of luck with what do I do? And our like advice we keep giving people is what's a thing that you like doing a lot? Go do a class or join a club of people who are doing that thing. Cause you got like ground immediately to start off from, you know, there's something to yeah. talk about. You know, you got something in common off the bat. So what are you yeah, into? I- Go do that.
1: I got. Um, I, I added another question here. I'm going to read this one as well because it's it's very similar. But somebody DM'd this to me. Um, they said, "Is being inexperienced a big deal?" In my, er, I'm in my early 20s, and I've never been in a relationship. This was a deliberate choice in the past. I didn't think. I had the time or energy to devote to a partner and now I'm pretty confident in myself and have been looking into dating apps but I am concerned about my lack of experience will come up as a red flag. I am a man looking for a woman of the same age which I think is relevant. Uh, Is this something I should be upfront about? Um, And I think that you know a lot of a lot of the questions that i got asked were the exact kind of questions that i have no uh ability to answer which are <laughs> like how do you how do you meet people uh, i had a long Well, of you go to biology
0: <laughs> class and she's yeah. there I,
1: yeah i mean that's that's the thing you know but the like i said that i said i said something similar i was like why don't you like well first of all i said don't use any fucking dating apps uh because i mean <laughs> fair I, yeah uh they're 80% men 20% women and 100% uh, nasty yes (laughs) oh you're you're not pulling from a large group of people a lot of women don't use dating apps because they don't Mm -hmm. want to get murdered yep um so that is you know a consideration and yeah that has been like all of my advice i got a bunch of really like nice questions but they were all basically like how do i meet people And i was basically like uh touch grass you need
0: to leave the house you Um, need to
4: non-derogatorily touch grass yeah (laughs) yeah
0: get into a space where you're interacting with people that you don't already know uh if that's a bar that's maybe a different type of of game that you're playing but we find that Getting involved with a club or a class or just any sort of activity where you already have a groundwork laid with the people around you is very beneficial for meeting people.
5: Fucking political organizing, going to concerts, (laughs) like any place that it's going to be people you've got something in common with off the bat. And that way you don't just have to walk up and be like, hi, are you into shit do you How's enjoy smoking cigarettes and consuming
0: alcohol it, right do you like being at this bar is this doing it for you
5: unless that's like really your hobby unless you're like a, a yeah. hobbyist drinker and it fight. would be <laughs> it would be a
1: big dick move if you're like into cosplay to show up as like diva from uh overwatch at like a nightclub <laughs> on, a, <laughs> on, a, on a on a friday night you
0: would really blow everyone away yeah you meet some fucking people
1: yeah, you would. You really would. You really, really would.
0: <laughs> okay, I, new advice: get into cosplay. Get into cosplay
4: <laughs> and go to non. Like, yeah, go to bars, go to restaurants, just hang out.
5: Yeah, go to Olive Garden and fucking cosplay.
0: But like, <laughs> you just can't, walk up
4: to people's tables at the Olive Garden.
0: <laughs> you can't be weird though. Like the energy has to be right. You have to embody yeah. diva. You it can't be like diva, but she's like. You know, depressed and weird. You know what I mean. Like you, have to, you have to like embody the character that you're playing, and then you will meet people.
1: Diva, and she talks a lot about her dad.
5: <laughs> I will. I will defend the dating apps, also, though, and not wholesale. Um, but it can be a good place, just for again, you've got people on the same page of. They're also looking to meet somebody. You're going to have varying success. Like it's definitely easier for conventionally attractive people or photogenic people, right? Because like it is all snap judgments for most of them of just swiping through. And so if you're not that or if you're somebody who you know, you want to connect more personality-wise or like based on a similar interest or something, it might just burn you out. It's really easy to get discouraged when you're swiping through a hundred people and you're getting fucking nothing back. Like you also kind of got to just recognize that like, whack, you're saying, there's a lot of fucking fake accounts or people who don't check it. Like you can't get on a dating app and expect to get a billion matches and then you don't. And you're like, wow, it's cause I'm a big, unworthy piece of shit. It's like, no, it's a fucking, it's a numbers game. And it definitely works better for, like, just conventionally attractive people. And if that's you, you know, give it a shot. I mean, even if it's not, I think it's worth giving a shot. But don't, yeah. like, don't put too much stake in it. We've had a lot of people write in being like, I keep striking out on these. Like, what's wrong with me? And it's like, it's not necessarily anything to do with you, you know? They're just an imperfect thing, and that can't be the be-all, end-all for your for your dating life. Yeah, we,
1: um, I I I think a lot of people have been sold a bill of goods, um, on these, these dating apps that (laughs) you're, but that, that that these are the ways this is the, not these are the ways, this is the way and the only way that you can meet people and you're really, uh, not being so kind to yourself when you use an app. Do you feel good every time you use Instagram? No. Negative. That's not <laughs> like how you. That's not what it's there for any more than Tinder is there for you to get laid. Tinder is there to sell advertisements just like all of these every other app in the world and so
0: every other you, everything you've ever encountered in your life
1: is
4: designed to sell
1: advertisements. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, don't uh you, don't put any stock in it at all? It is
4: it is a scam. <laughs> you it, it's funny, yeah, because you are very negative on on dating apps, but there there have been like I mean, there's a lot of success success stories too. Um, and even if you're just like meeting, you can use like apps like Bumble to just like meet friends. There's like mm-hmm. yeah. not even dating options. You can like meet people. Like I don't I don't know. There's there's there are ways to do it, and there, there's a ton of different options to just like meet people without even like the intention to date first. Yeah. So definitely. Yeah. I say I agree with the, the two dating show hosts and not whack to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you not to do it. I'm telling you not to do it. Stay the fuck off of that. Who, to who are you. the ones here that host a dating advice show? <laughs> whack? I think, well, I think I just... listen to them. Damn. Oh, yeah.
0: I mean, they, they're they good for some things. They're good for, like, uh, if you want to have uh, a running conversation with someone for about three weeks and they ghost you, they're really good for that. Uh, they're really good <laughs> for um, meeting somebody and deciding within seconds of meeting them at the, at the bar that you've went to that you have absolutely no chemistry with them whatsoever and then that spending three hours feeling. drinking next to them.
5: Well, <laughs> that's, no, that's fun. Why you, that's why you pull the fucking ripcord at 30 minutes and you either yep. do... I've done two or three of these. I'm, you know, lucky not to have had any particularly like scary or like really bad dates. But I have, have. had a few of that where I go in and you start talking and immediately it's like, oh shit. There's nothing here. But I don't want to like hurt somebody's feelings. You gotta do either the you get a friend to call you and say you gotta go <laughs> somewhere. Or you got to, uh, and you kind of got to like be able to basically act that out if you don't want to hurt their feelings. Cause if you like flub that, uh, that's really, uh, um, my
0: uh, friend called me. So, so (laughs) I gotta go, I gotta go do that.
3: (laughs) (laughs) And then conveniently never talk to you again. Yeah, Yeah. no, man. Uh, I, I do the 30 minute rule, but, or a 30 ish minute rule. I just tell them the truth. Uh, I really feeling this, man. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna take off. Like, does that really? Is that make me an asshole? I always thought
0: that was like the good thing to do. I think I that like is, it. Yeah. I like it. And it, the thing that I always like to hit him with is like, are you feel? Are you? How are you feeling?
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is good.
0: Because then they can kind of, it gives them the option to be like, yeah, you're right. And you go, okay, cool, 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 cool. So we're literally
3: we're uh, shook a woman's hand about two weeks ago on that exact. <laughs> <opinion>. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> shook hands on it. <laughs> finished our drinks and said, "See you later." That's awesome. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> That's awesome. You shook hands. <laughs> yeah, shook hands and everything, dude. <laughs> it's so amicable. Fuck, maybe I am the weirdo. All right, well,
0: never mind. <laughs> no, no, no I it's like great. I like it's it. Great. I'm gonna go for the handshake. There is there's, there's something
5: good. very good in that directness, though. And you're also yeah, you're respecting their time by doing that. I uh, I don't know. I just get, I get a little in my he head in situations. Way, yeah, feel it out. Way. I like the directness if you've got the, the confidence to to do that with somebody. Sometimes yeah. you just end up being friends. I have, like, two people For in my sure, life, dude. actually. I met on dating apps, and there wasn't really anything there. But, like, we'd still talk and see each other. They're good people in my life. That's a real thing. I've got thing. to say,
1: I, I have actually never even considered that as an option, Caleb. I've never <laughs> been on a, a date. I've never been on a first date. Um, but I had never... <laughs> I would be so scared and nervous of saying the wrong thing that it never occurred to me that you could just start the date by being like I'm going to dip if this isn't cool. Yeah, it's um, <laughs> no, awesome. That's so that's such a great way to do
4: it. No, I think I think that's a great way to do it.
3: Yeah, I think that you learn that when you say the wrong things so often, as I have over the years, that it just becomes like, well, it's like that episode of It's Always Sunny where they try and, like, playbook the perfect date. You know what I mean? After a certain
0: amount of times, it's just like, what the fuck ever? <laughs> yeah. yeah. 100%. You throw in spaghetti at yeah. the wall. You're trying to see if you have chemistry with this person. Mm. And, you know, why not? You know, Try it out. Go match with some people. Note. That if you are not matching with a whole lot of people, that is not a you problem, really. Um, that is, yeah. a, that is I, I use the term sexual marketability- uh, if you're not getting those, if you're not getting those snap swipes, that has nothing to do with your value as a person, and nobody deserves a certain percentage of people to swipe on you. Hire a SEO
3: them. consultant to get that. Yeah, in your
0: <laughs> sure, <profile done. laughs> sure. We did. We had a segment uh, for a while where we were doing punch up on people's uh, Tinder profiles. You'd send oh, in yeah. your pro- Tinder profile. we bring that and back. We, that's good shit. Um, and we oh, would do all the I would love
1: him. to I would love to send you guys a Tinder profile of my friend. She is a she's a big time fem cell. And she <laughs> has been like striking out. I she's somebody I used to work with that um I saw again recently. And I was like, hey, how are things? Yada yada. And she's like, you know, well, I can't fucking find a boyfriend. And I was like, um <clears throat> why they're you, everywhere. You like, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing, you know, is like if you're like a 22-year-old girl, you would not think that that's really, like, a super common problem, but she's so shy, and um, and... She is like I, I I have a dating profile and I just never get swipes like I never get matches on dating mm. profiles like I've never heard a woman say that ever, um, <laughs> right. so I would very much like to see your profile and she's like yeah I'll show it to you later so I think I I, I mean I could uh ask her if you uh if she she can yeah.
0: yeah.
5: be
1: featured on a podcast
5: we'll we do usually that. do them on the
0: Patreon <laughs> yeah we'll, um, we'll we can we'll, do one on we'll the main, though, episode if it's if it's, oh, yeah. uh,
5: if it's somebody writing in one like that. Wait. The, hey, this, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I'll talk to her.
5: This other person also, because the the second question they had uh a little bit beyond just like wanting to date for the first time, like the inexperienced yeah. thing specifically, especially because you're yeah, in your yeah, early twenties. Yeah. Man, don't don't worry about that. You don't yeah. don't lead with that. Like you don't need to first date. Exactly. Be like, Haha, I've I've never been on a date before. I've never had a partner. <laughs> that might like throw somebody in. Just that that's kind of a strange thing to bring up immediately. But if you've gone on like a date or two with somebody and like you're liking them and it's going well, and it starts talking, you start talking about dating history, you can you can talk about that. And like, especially the fact that you were like, I, you know, I want to work on myself. I don't I didn't have the time to devote to a partner. You're feeling more confident now. I think that speaks to like a really thoughtful person, and you're like yes. putting the time in to work on things instead of just throwing yourselves into relationships and like hope that fixes everything. I think you're in a good place. And again, like early twenties. That's it's not crazy to, to not have right. much experience.
0: I I find that the people with a ton of experience, uh, by the time they've arrived at their early twenties, you're kinda like, What were you getting up to for
5: the last <laughs> five years? Like me. I wouldn't have dated Save. me in my early twenties. No. That was a fucking no! nightmare.
0: Save. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. That's a good point too. I think that it can be it can be as much a turn off for some people as a turn on for others, you know? Yes. I think that's probably true of any quality in a vacuum, you know. If it's like, should I shave my mustache to find a girlfriend? And it's like, well, depends on the kind of girlfriend you (laughs) want, I guess. Uh, But it's like very pro mustache. (laughs) Donovan said no. (laughs) Hard no on Donovan. (laughs) Donovan feels about mustaches, (laughs) getting rid of mustaches, the way I feel about using dating apps. Um, (laughs) No.
2: I'll barely yeah, I, even comb I, my hair for a girlfriend.
3: I'm not going to get rid of a mustache. <laughs> are you crazy? <laughs>
2: I, uh, I did end up
1: talking. I, I ended up talking to the inexperienced person for a while, and we had a bit of a back and forth, being like, um, just me asking some specifics about like their experiences around yeah. like people they've met with so far and things, and what their intentions are and things. And they made it pretty clear that like they. Didn't really have like, I they didn't say it, but I kind of got the vibe that it maybe was a religious situation. That mm, like, interesting. Um, I mean, I don't know, but I also know that they do live not too far from me. Um, they were like, uh, yeah, I go into I go to Philly to try to meet people, and I was like, oh shit, well you should come around here. I not that I want to hang out with a bunch of early twenty year olds, but <laughs> you know, <laughs> show you around or whatever.
0: Yeah, for sure. We wish
5: right, you luck like out there. Yeah, Definitely. yeah,
1: absolutely. They didn't want me to read their name, but good luck. Yeah. Um, okay. Hey, Western Kabuki. I wanted to know what advice you got for old heads who are 35 plus. Is it over? Can I, Can we still bag the relationship? Or do we need to start using contracts like brokers? Uh, this sounds like one for Alex.
2: Oh, man. You really roping me into this? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no. It's not a No. It's not over.
0: Better not be. I'm turning thirty-five in August.
4: <laughs> it's so over.
2: Yeah. It's never been more over. Fuck. I feel like your early forties is where everybody who started, who got married in their late twenties and early thirties, starts to get divorced. So yep. everyone's back on the fucking market.
4: <laughs> That's a good point. It's definitely what it sounds like. Like obviously, I'm not. I'm not quite there yet. But a lot of, at least when I was a kid, uh, I had a lot of friends with divorced parents.
5: Mm-hmm. yeah and they're out there somewhere and they need dates also it's <laughs> it's definitely not over like i don't i, I, I it's think it's never this over just, yeah i mean all this stuff it just it plays into you know western culture kind of idealizing young people and all of this stuff and like oh you're past whatever age you've you've hit the wall or whatever like bullshit that incel talk you, you see on the fucking internet yeah it's just it's not fucking it's not fucking true You know, dating can be discouraging at any age. And I think, you know, if you're in a place of low confidence and you're not having luck, it's easy to be like, well, this is because I'm over 35. It's all over now. And then you're just going to fucking spiral. And it's not because you're that age, though. It's because you've like completely hamstrung yourself in terms of confidence by telling yourself that it's it's over like this. So yeah, you got to just point. it takes a lot of fucking patience. You're going to have more not great or boring dates than you are good ones. It's just it's a it's fucking true. numbers Anyways. game when it comes down to it. Yeah, for for whatever fucking time period you're you're dating at, it's just be be as confident as you can, get out there and look at dates not as like a god, this one has to work out or like I'm going to be alone forever. But just as like, I get to spend time with this stranger and who fucking knows, something cool could happen or maybe they're real weird and I get like a story out of this. Or maybe we just <laughs> have a nice conversation for a while and it's like cool to chat to a new person. Just try to take the pressure of, I'm, I'm getting too old or whatever. Any kind of pressure like that, the more you can let that go, the less stressed the fuck out you're going to be on dates and the more you're going to be able to play it cool and you're going to have better luck and you're going to have a better time. So don't yeah. don't be down on yourself. And plan cooler dates. You know what I mean? <laughs> Boy, like, I like
0: that. Like if you get into the planning of it and like deciding on cool things to do, then you not only are looking forward to spending time with this person, you are looking forward to the thing that you are to do on the date as well, which helps you stay relaxed and in the moment.
5: Yeah, go play paintball.
2: Yeah, fuck it.
5: <laughs> A lot of people I
2: know who are dating in their 40s, it's like... A, this person has probably gone out of a long-term relationship and they learned a lot about what works and what doesn't work for them. Yes. That's a good thing yep. to Great meet thing. a person who feels that way. Second of all, there are people who have disposable income and you don't have to go to play fucking air hockey on your date. You can like actually go do something. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's not over, dude. Just beginning. Fucking A. This is a um,
1: <clears throat> this is a conversation I've had with students a lot a version of this conversation that I've had with students a lot where like a kid will be like I got a C on a test is my life over and it's like this idea <laughs> that like you like this this notion and I heard so many very anxious children say this to me this notion of being a failure in life that if I don't do x y and z I will be a failure in life it's like I, you know, there's just no, there's just no, like, it doesn't exist until you're dead. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) there's always opportunity to do something else. I just got fired from being a teacher. I'm not dead. I'm going to do something else. Uh, Yeah. I, uh, my house burned down in 2016. I didn't die. Everything was fine. It's like, you know, bad things happen to people and you just move on. And it's like, you, 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 as long as you're still alive, you have an opportunity to do the things that
0: you want. 100%. Do. I had to have a conversation with a very dear friend of mine who committed a felony and is in prison. And her life, it's fucked up to be, to, to have that situation going. But there's plenty of life to be lived once she gets out, you know? So it's never over. Yeah.
4: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, As long as you're still breathing, it's it's never over.
5: Truly. I'll also say there's... Redemption de- arcs all around. There's there's reframing you can do on these things. And I think that's what I was talking about, too, with just not putting the pressure on yourself in, in whatever way. But, yep. like, even negative experiences, like, I've had a million bad dates and depression. I'm going through a breakup right now still. I'm, like, moving this weekend out of a shared apartment. I was living with a partner. And, like, yeah, that shit sucks, but also I think I'm good on our show because I've been through stuff like that. And I I noticed that like other people I've, I've dated and been candid about this stuff. You know, other people have similar experiences and to be able to speak from a place of like, I've been through hard shit, but I still back myself. And I'm still like, you know, having a good time with things. That's like a really, that's a really powerful energy to give off. And uh, I think, I think you just lean into that, chalk it up to life experience and, and keep on trucking. That's my general advice.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I, I that is from Jerry. Thank you, Jerry. Um, I, I, can I get a quick, before we move on to the next question, can I get a quick joke explainer? Um, when he said, do we need to start using contracts like brokers? What does he no mean? No idea. No idea. <laughs> for the, for the young heads here. I didn't get that joke. Did anybody yeah. else?
5: <laughs> does he mean like, hey, I'm... Forty, and you're forty. Let's sign a relationship contract for practicality. I think. It, I
2: think it might be a lot. I think it might be like like hiring a broker to find you a house. It's like hiring a <laughs> broker to find you oh, sure. a partner. <laughs> oh, oh,
1: okay. See, we got this. I knew the question was for you, Alex. I knew. That this
4: <laughs> was what was the all- fuck, dude? <laughs> we don't know what this means. So what do you mean for this? <laughs> <laughs> what is a young broker? people don't know what brokers are <laughs> the money. what
2: the fuck is that <laughs> i don't know man in new york city you can't get a house without a broker or can't get an apartment uh, yeah it's a nightmare don't move to new york city it sucks it's super expensive <laughs> and the brokers when i started this is some old man shit when i started renting in 2005 they would charge you a month's rent for for uh getting a, an apartment like you'd have to Jesus. pay them You'd have to pay, you think that's bad. Now it's like 15% of your yearly rent. You have oh to pay- my Yikes! God. To a broker in New York City.
1: That's insane. Take a uh, I, I was in middle school in 2005. Uh, next question. <laughs> I've been happily in a relationship for over two years at this point, but one of my friends is struggling a lot with dating. Apps slash getting ghosted, slash people not wanting a relationship with him. Wait, they're asking a question for a friend? That's so cute. Um, I love that. (laughs) And I honestly honestly don't know how to respond because I never feel like I can give advice as I've been out of the dating scene for a while now. The topic comes up like every other time we hang out and it just kind of makes things awkward (laughs) as nobody really knows what to respond with. What should I do to help him? And that's from Tyler.
3: All right. Uh, What kind of friend is this? Is this just like a guy? You know what I mean? If this is just a guy that you've known and uh, like, if this is a ride or die, homie, you got to get out there and find, find some puss for your homie. (laughs) 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 What are you doing, Tyler? What are you asking us for? Get out there, hit the trenches, get your friend a date.
0: What are you doing, pal?
3: Scare now, up some scrounge, let's see if it. this is just a guy that you've known for a while, and like then they show up to a party every now and then or something he's like, Oh, fuck him that's their business, but I don't know, you have your circle, and you don't if that person's in your circle, you gotta get in the fight I dig that I dig that energy,
0: I feel
4: like if he's asking for him, he might be in the circle, you know like yeah. he's in there maybe yeah i I feel like he it seems like he cares about him, he's asking for him, trying to get some some help somehow, yeah.
5: If you don't have specific advice on this, like, honestly, just be in there to listen and then try to hype your buddy up. That's basically what you can do. I am wondering with them saying it comes up every other time. Like, has this been going on for a while? Is this a constant enough thing that it's like, fuck, he talks about this every fucking time we hang out and I don't know what to say and it's getting exhausting. It might be a thing of like, is this person depressed? Can you offer some, like, mental health support of some kind. Cause that, I don't know, it sounds almost like a, a lack of awareness cry for help kind of thing. And sure. like, again, depends on the context of this friendship, but how often is this happening? I guess is how long has it been going on? I guess is my question. So for me,
4: I actually kind of have experience with this. I knew someone back in college, uh, pretty close friend at the time, not as much anymore. I saw him like maybe a year ago last Um, But back in college, I had this friend who basically same deal. He had a horrible breakup that uh, with someone that he really cared about. And for like years, probably close to like three years, he couldn't move on. He was just like so focused on it. And he like, he would try to move on and he would like try to go on dates or whatever, but he just was kind of same situation as this. Just like, oh, I can't find anyone. And it's like, I, I feel like. It might be just like that—that self doubt. It's like that you're like you—you feel so down about yourself, and you you just like don't have faith in yourself or or that confidence. I think it's hard to tell someone else like, oh, just have confidence. You know, like you can't just force someone to have confidence. That that just doesn't really work. But I, I feel like this is one of those type of scenarios where the dude maybe just. And I, <laughs> for lack of an, a, a better way to put this, he just doesn't have good vibes. Maybe he, maybe he's like depressed. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I think he's just not in a good spot. And I mean, people can date like whenever they want in their life, but I, f- I feel like it's hard to get into a really good, strong relationship when you're not in a really good place. For if right. that sure. makes sense? Right. Yes. Yeah.
5: I've been that person. And I, I think that the point I had to finally get to was like, oh, fuck, I need to figure my own shit out. And whether that's getting... Like, find a fucking artistic outlet. Or start going to therapy. Like, start focusing that as opposed to, I need to find a date and that will fix all of this, because that's not how that works.
4: Right. And yeah,
5: completely. I
0: find a lot of times when somebody is in a funk like this and they're feeling kind of trapped, they'll, they'll say the same thing, which is, I'm not good at anything. Yeah, And what I'm about to say is not going to help them at all, but it's true. Uh, you can direct them to the personal qualities, like the things that make them special that they don't think of as important. You can be like, well, you're really empathetic, you know, like we, you know, you always, you listen when we talk, and that's a really valuable thing. They'll be like, yeah, but you're kind of supposed to do that, It's you know, fucking meant. (laughs) Um, And maybe maybe that kind of drills through eventually, but you just kind of redirect them uh, to the things about themselves that are valuable, and that you value in them, and uh, maybe that'll kind of help pull them up.
5: Yeah. I like a, like, If they're shitting on themselves being like, I'm friends, I'm friends with you. It's not for no fucking reason. This, this, and this. Stop fucking hating on yourself.
0: Yeah, this is an actual conversation Donovan and I have had. Yeah,
5: I've been to each, each other. other. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Both directions. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Tyler, it sounds like you got to get your friend to subscribe to a Rotary Free Tote Bag. That Absolutely. Yeah, 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 get on that Patreon.
0: $5 a that- month gets you four bonus episodes every month. $10 a month gets you a shout out at the end of every bonus episode,
3: baby. Let's go. Tyler,
5: for a mere $10 a month. Can <laughs> you imagine? <a> <laughs> your friend's name in lights four times a week
3: (laughs) that'll cure
1: him i think i think as a general rule if you're like what can i do for my friend or loved one that that can help i think the answer to that is usually along the lines of like something something practical something that can actually like be a thing you do like 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 going out of the house and being like a wingman for them like caleb was saying or or some type of way of 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 physically helping rather than just being that 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 listener if that's what you want to do you know if you want to if you want to figure out how to help i think it should be an action that you take i like that
5: i like that too i i've dealt with a lot of fucking depression and i still do i think of it a lot of times as like a momentum that i have to keep up and if i lose momentum i kind of get stuck down in the depression and so with what you're saying like If your friend, especially if he's holing up a lot or not getting out much, if you can be like, I got us two tickets to this fucking show you like, or like, I've been doing biking or something, would you want to like go with me sometimes? Because then you've got the person accompanying you and that makes it easier to get out. And then I think that can kind of get that momentum started where we you're like oh wait a second like i'm out and moving that imme- immediately makes you feel better oh wait shit there's shit in life that's good and like i have this relationship with this person i care about maybe i don't suck and that that kind of thing can like really get somebody going you just have to get that movement started somewhere and it can be hard to get that up if you're just super in the depression hole by yourself like this and he's just fixated on uh ah, fucking dating's not working out i'm gonna be alone forever you can go you can go fucking climb some rocks. You can go rock climb baby. You can be twenty feet off the ground. Oh, everything's gonna be looking so much brighter from up there. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. I think we we can do one more for the uh the main feed here. Um yeah, this is from uh, Owen at Soft Man Boy. He um he asked me to shout out his at um and I will read what it says um he sent me this message that says hi Wack." about a month ago my girlfriend told me she was thinking about us breaking up despite still being in love with me because she feels that we're in different places in our lives and we aren't growing together like we were at the beginning of our relationship we decided to stay together for the time being but it feels like the sword of Damocles is hanging over my head, so to speak. For context, I just graduated college and I am working part-time at a movie theater. Well, she graduated a few years back and has been working full-time as a journalist ever since we started dating. We're both in our mid-20s and have been dating for a year. I love her dearly and would have a very hard time letting her go. But our conversation highlighted a lot of truth to her perspective as much as I hate to admit it a breakup could certainly be a motivator for me to get a new job or just generally be less stagnant in life but I'm also, I'm also not sure I necessarily have to choose one over the other. I'd appreciate your take and or general advice for dating as a young person who's still figuring out their career slash life plan. Thanks. Uh,
0: there is a very gross saying that I heard about uh, uh, teenagers once they decide to have sex. Oh boy. And it goes, <laughs> once they get it in their head, it's only a matter of time till they get it in their ass. Horrible. Horrible thing to what? say. Wow. Awful. Wow. Awful. It's horrifying.
1: I actually get the analogy, but that's not yes. good.
0: <laughs> it's not good. No, not saying that's good. It's just been rattling around in my head because a fucking pervert said it to me 30 years ago. Uh. <laughs> But once the idea has been floated, once the trial balloon has gone up, that there it might be a breakup, I feel like it's only a matter of time until it actually happens.
5: Yeah, it's a lot of pressure to try to, like, continue on as normal in the relationship with. At the same time, though, like, I don't know, I like where your head's at at the end, where you're like, I hate to admit yep. it, but shit, maybe this could get me motivated. And then you're like, well, maybe I don't have to choose one over the other. It sounds like you're recognizing, like, the fucking time right out of college is such a brutal time. You're trying to figure out, like, what the what the fuck you're even going to do. Maybe you yeah. went down, like, an education path you didn't love, and you're like, what the fuck do I do now? Like, I'm doomed. And that's definitely not the case. But, like, it could be a really—it's a figuring-out period. It's a really, really big figuring-out period for, for a lot of people. Your, your partner's older than you. It sounds like she's in a career that she likes a lot and she's working full-time there and she's probably like growing with that. And you're, you are said you're working at a movie theater. I don't get the impression that's what you want to be doing. And you're kind of like, fuck, I don't, I don't have a direction here. Like that energy mismatch, I, I totally get that throwing off the relationship. But I think it goes a long way and, and maybe it is a breakup that's necessary. But the fact that you're like, no, should I recognize that? I want to figure this out. I feel like to communicate that to your partner, there might be something there of like, "Hey, I feel you. I'm not happy where I'm at right now either, you know." But I value this relationship, and I want to figure this out. I don't just want to like coast here. Again, it might still be that you you got to break up, but I, I don't know. I think you got a mature angle on this. The way you're reading this at the end, I think you're doing good introspection. I'd I try to have a conversation there. But I think that's better than just like putting this in the back of your mind and just trying to keep going because it's such a fucking crazy pressure yeah. to be like, is it gonna be today that it ends? Like that's, yeah. that's so much to try to like be normal
0: with it's got to be addressed and you got to figure out how to sort of incorporate that energy into the relationship because if it's a matter of uh we are growing apart it's like okay how do i advance how do i get to a place where i feel like a real equal to you in the relationship because there's there's a sense of like you hear people say like i'm gonna get a real job like the movie theater is not as it might be said though all work is work uh that's not like a real job compared to like a journalist. And so you feel less, lesser. It's just not the pay, yeah. Yeah, it's not the pay. Um, So maybe you figure on using that to motivate yourself and make that clear to her that you're like, I have taken this as sort of a wake-up call. I don't want to fall behind. And I want to continue to grow in this relationship with you. So what do I got to do? And then figure that out.
5: And that still is on you for the figure out part. And, like, no matter what happens here, like, that is just start trying to figure that out. And whether that means just sitting and being like, what could I do that I would not hate? Or even in other areas, like, are there creative things I could throw myself into? Like, what can I change up so that I'm not, you know, sitting around feeling bummed and confused and then going to work and coming back exhausted? Because fucking service work is so emotionally and and energy fucking taxing. Uh, just, Just start thinking through that stuff. But also here again, completely fucking normal to be out of college and be like, "Fuck, I have no idea what I'm doing I don't you you yeah. it will work out, so make sure you're not you know getting too doom and gloom in this place because it's just a tough time
0: yeah
4: I, th- I think one thing that might work is next time you're you're in bed, uh you have to try the goblin mode activated <laughs> thing that <laughs> That's solved with that one relationship, they're they're still together, they're in love still. I think you have to day. try that, yeah. To the yeah, 100% to this day,
2: they're very real.
4: That's, they that's worked the cure it to out. every, yeah. They're <laughs>
1: still in love,
4: <laughs> it's the cure to every problem, as far as I can tell. It a hundred percent win rate so far.
5: Have you yeah, considered to... hoarding some loot, uh, making a stash? <laughs>
1: I talked to this guy for a while. I talked to Owen for a while. Uh, We went back and forth. And I, you know, I had a lot of sympathy because it is obviously a very tough situation. And um, it doesn't really sound like there's anything happening that, like, they need to break up it's like i don't know like i i I would very much like to hear what she has to say about it because i didn't really hear a lot of he says he doesn't want to invalidate this is he said i could share the whole conversation so he said he didn't want to invalidate her feelings but he really doesn't have an argument against some of the stuff she said he didn't really tell me a lot of the stuff she said um she did say that it's maybe unfair of her to be a little impatient about him finding a job um
0: considering the state of the world is deterioration. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. I, I don't know. I think that um, he said, it. he said he feels like it's a right person, wrong time sort of situation or mm. could potentially be one. I, you know, again, I don't, I don't really have that. I don't have that, that, that experience, but it, it, it is, you know, obviously very difficult and, and, painful um and i i i think that there's no real like easy way to do what you're doing and so i, I do have a lot of my heart goes out to you and her because i i would very much like to uh No, um you know how it works out and i hope that it does you know whether or not you guys stay together i hope that it was that you guys are able to make the right decision i think
5: there's an important thing there too is just it's gonna it's gonna work out no matter what even if this doesn't you know even if the relationship doesn't like a ton of people break up right out of college it is such a transitional time none of that's unusual i don't mean to invalidate that it sucks because it fucking sucks And that's such a stressful thing, but like everything's going to be easier if you just keep coming back to and try and remind yourself like this, this is normal. This will work out in some way. And ultimately, like it's, it's good to not just fall into something. It's, it's good to like examine, am I on the path I want to be, you know, you don't want to be locked in this relationship and then realize in like 20 years, fuck, I just like coasted with this, you know, I, I, I didn't get to that point of fulfillment. So try to like just keep that confidence in the back of your mind. It'll put put the effort in on yourself on here. Whatever's going to happen here is going to happen, but it it'll work out. And you're treating this thoughtfully already. And that's more than a lot of fucking people could say in this kind of situation. I think you're definitely. I Thanks think you're addressing this really really well, Caleb. What do you think? Um.
3: Yeah, I don't want to be like pessimistic, but if like barring uh, like we're couples therapy or some sort of like uh very intentional and, and um, meaningful action, taken on both of your parts. If you're talking about ending it um, you know, I just kind of think if that's the headset that you're in and you've kind of, I feel, I kind of feel like I'm projecting a little bit, but if you're reaching out and asking about this, it's almost like you're like asking permission in a way, like, is this okay to let go of? If you're saying like, I think that this might be good for me, maybe you're feeling that, yourself a little bit and that's okay too, right? Um, If that's what you're thinking and you have maybe some sense of adventure, I guess, uh, brewing in your mind for what your future could look like if this isn't going to work out, chase that feeling because you're about to go through something really shitty by going through this breakup. But that kind of like vagrant optimism, that adventure that you're feeling, I know you are, what things could look like, that's what you got to be focusing on when Hell you're going yeah. through all this. So uh, if that's something, an inclination that you're feeling, don't deny it, chase it. That's the only advice I have. Damn. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Yeah. yeah.
1: Cool. All right. Well, so that's what we're in the, uh, the, the premium or the free episode. Um, we will be behind the paywall. We have a few more questions to answer. I'm glad we got to do that one for Owen. Uh, he said it would mean a lot if we did. So I'm glad we got to, um, You guys want to uh plug your stuff before we before we head into the uh the paywall? Let's
5: fucking go. It's Radio Free Totebag. It's a dating and relationship advice show. We've been going for five years. We answer listener questions. You can write in anonymously. We've had everybody on this program on. We've had uh (laughs) Sean McAfee on for some reason at one point. (laughs) Vic Berger, Aiden Arata, all kinds of internet people, and I don't know. Folks who you may even know from this show, I think we've got some crossover Definitely. uh comedy yeah, show. Yeah. But we 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 give sincere advice and uh I don't know. We got a fucking great community going. We we love doing it. Check us out, rftb.me uh at rftb pod on Twitter, Instagram. Find us, find us through that
0: uh i also have a digimon show that i do with my partner corla yes. it's called data transfer a trans feminine reading of the digimon adventures animated series uh, was, go check it out uh, wherever you find podcasts it's un fucking this
5: out this is somehow the horniest program i've ever heard it is more it's horny, so than, horny. Our, than our sex <laughs> advice program yeah
1: so so if i know nothing about digimon how will i feel about this podcast
0: it's you will uh, fall in love with the chemistry between me and my partner. It's in fact okay. yes.
4: Okay, cool.
5: I don't know anything about
0: oh. the show. I even <laughs> went on, and it was fucking it was chaotic blast. Just, just let it wash over you. Yeah, you
4: know? that's the best way to take in Digimon. All right, yeah. awesome. So definitely, and,
1: and what is it called? What data is it called transfer?
0: Again?
4: Data transfer. Awesome.
1: Um, okay, yeah. And you can follow us on uh, uh, patreoncom slash kabuki to hear the rest of our conversation. Thank you so much for listening.